it's it's one thing to kind of like not realize there was an update to to just basically being told about an update and then i check sure. on my phone of course the x100 pro does actually in fact have an update it's kind of the biggest story of the entire week i mean i think so so I think hold on i i i i do want to put out there you want to put it i don't out? know if folks yeah. folks know this but because i run a phone museum ah. i have finally been able to recover and reset my Lumia 920. Ah, you found the Lumia. Okay, okay. So is, I, is I, this boot? was lost. It, it, okay. It's booting. Uh-huh. This has not been charged in years. Almost like I mean, like years. my first, my first Nexus, the Nexus One I have. I charge once every two years. <laughs> so I'm I'm going through and I'm doing like um I, I tomorrow I'm going to have a review out on another little portable battery we talked about it the all powers and they yeah, sent yeah, the solar yeah, kit yeah. Mm-hmm. but basically I've just got it plugged in and under my bookshelf as I'm going phone by phone to make sure like I'm topping off all these old batteries because that's scary but I finally found this guy Lumia 920 I might do like. A, a retro review a retro just review. to revisit yeah you know how, look how tiny that thing is though like you're it's holding so it in your petite. hand right yeah so yeah well thing. i mean for, first of all let, let's let's be clear as a guy who's of just average height i have <laughs> ridiculously tiny hands all right oh, i've got my. little hobbit hands and stumpy thumbs Dude. but i do want to hold this up next to here's the one plus twelve um the one plus twelve is a pretty big boy it absolutely and, uh, is yeah that that's 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 yeah. That's but the, no, no. What I'm the, trying to say is, though, the at, the, at the time of when the Lumia first came out, though, we were considering those devices large. Oh, devices. this was enormous. Yes. Yeah. Like I it's cannot so funny. believe. Like seriously, hold on. So since you're you're doing size comparison there, hold on. Let me see. Do I have access to? <laughs> Just hey, everybody, welcome to a podcast where two old guys dig up tech from like a decade ago. <laughs> okay. So now that we're talking devices, so okay, I'm I'm gonna hold. Oh. Love next it. Is, hold on can can i can can we oh, get it's sony, so sony loves cute. it okay so you get the nexus it's and this is <laughs> where where is the nexus like it's so not even it's smaller than the magnetic latch on wallet yeah like, 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 like pro this, this i used, love this it was this was a this is google's oh. first foray into a, a slab this is their yeah. first glowing rectangle. I mean, actually, technically, the G1 was a collaboration, but that wasn't really, you know, that, was, that wasn't theirs. The Nexus was, I, I was theirs. I was feeling yeah. all nostalgic, and someone was complaining about phone design, and I just started taking pictures of, like, old Honors and, uh, like, pulled out the iPhone SE, which is basically just a spruced-up iPhone 5, and, like... Yeah. Man, there were, there was something magical about. I was about, hoping like, there'd be some juice on it left. Oh then, yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Well, and I've been getting really anxious. Like there are some of these things I think I need to really just get rid of because I don't know that I can recover. I, them. I, but, I haven't gone to that place that you told me about yet. I keep forgetting to ask you. For oh yeah, we're we're location. gonna be. I'm gonna packing a, our trunk yeah. and dumping a whole bunch of stuff at that I, hazardous I, material. I think it's drop. it's it's really it's I'm time for that. Yeah, yeah, the museum needs yeah. to. Shrink down a little bit. <laughs> we keep a little bit. But I love the shirt, man. What's up with the shirt? Oh, thanks. No, this is my old one. So, like, when I did the Snapdragon Sound yeah. interview mm-hmm. back in the day. So, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm sporting this right now. Which is funny because I'm about to praise a Dimensity 9300 a whole bunch. <laughs> when we get to a particular phone in our collection. But, uh, yeah. folks, welcome to the show. We've got so many phones to talk about. And, TK, you were out on location 
yes. for the new era. This is the new era of mobile AI. We have never seen AI before now that Samsung has invented mobile AI. I that's I'm, what we're what we're I, in I'm, store I'm gonna, for. Tonight. I'm gonna sound okay. So there is part of me that at some point we're gonna be when we talk about some of these things, it's gonna sound like a fanboy. And it is not because of purely the way Samsung and Google are doing it here. This is purely Google, by the way. Everything that we're gonna talk about, AI and everything like that, it's Google. It's Google, but Google. I'm, I'm, it's Google. A, no, it is. But I have a little <laughs> bit of a beef in the way this is being done. We're, and we're going to dive into that a little bit because some of the things that we're looking at, and we even had Google sitting on stage telling us about them as if they were, you know, Samsung only. There's some talks about that a lot of these features we're looking at are going to be available on Android devices in the next very yeah. near future. Oh, you don't even have to get the behind the scenes. I mean, like, I don't know how much time. I would prefer you, okay. to spend more time talking about the phone than dissecting what I feel was one of the lower energy Samsung presentations. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to grade the phone on how the executives went out there no, no, yeah, and that, how Google absolutely. went out there. But I do want to point out that mm-hmm. the Google people leading the biggest AI presentations were tripping over themselves to say coming to your Android smartphone, not exclusive feature on the S24. It, it, it was ex- all of this seems like it's going to be accessible over the next couple of years. So. Yeah, and and I think the biggest thing I'll probably say is okay, and, and we'll we'll get into that. But yes, the the device, the updates, the the new material, the colors that they had. Um, I, I mean, I'm not going to deny the fact that I was, I am thankful for the Samsung for allowing me to be part of that. I was able to you yeah. know, fly up to San Jose, check it out, uh, spend a couple of days. They, there. They, act- they, they let you go hands on with the device. I mean, absolutely. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel mean, like I was that, able that to was... make, uh, you know, day one, con- uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. coverage yeah. and why all I'm doing right now is obviously trying to just live with the device to kind of get that experience. Um, I will give, I will say this much though, um, for, for announcements being made on a device, it is a little bit refreshing for me that all of the features they announced were on the device. The day it was announced and the day it's available. There is no, cool. you know, coming later this winter or coming later this well, spring. They, they were talking about some of, I can't remember what feature in the keynote they said mm-hmm. was going to be coming later. But again, it's, I feel like it's one of the things I can point to Samsung where they genuinely do mm-hmm. do this better than Apple where Apple gets months of positive buzz on a new phone release, but the full experience of the phone doesn't really arrive for four or five months. Yeah, and, and, and reviews are have made to wait on, for those on a device that has none of those features. and then you're basically... With all of the promise of, oh, and then when we get yeah. this editing tool or when we get this cinematic blur, it's going to be amazing. And I feel like for as much as it's bioless, and acidic in my mouth to say nice things about Samsung. Um, I will credit that they tend to be better at that kind of feature presentation yeah. um, than, than many other players. Like OnePlus will send us a device in a very unfinished state, yeah. but no. we know they do that. And Absolutely. it it's pisses me off I, when uh, reviewers stop at embargo. Yeah, But Samsung does better in like, this is really more of what the polished consumer experience is going to be mm-hmm. when they let you go hands-on 
Yeah, and I think that was the biggest thing for me when when I was at because it was the day before, right? So the hard, yeah. the device is not even announced. It's not available for the public to pick up till the end of the month, anyways. And every single feature that they showed us was demonstrated and it was working. Yeah. But the biggest thing that I loved about that part, and and I, again, I'm, I'm trying to focus more on the experience that we're looking into this because sure. a lot of these features yeah. that we're talking about AI, and I, I don't know why I did the air quotes, but the AI functions that they're adding in here. <laughs> Are you, coming. I'm ripping off on you. Is this <laughs> yeah, the no, no, AI? No, 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 okay, no, look, some of the, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think there is an overuse of the term AI in the industry, yes. and we we plaster Completely. AI on everything. Automation yeah. is not AI, and I think that mm -hmm. is just me being like, dude, we've been automating forever. Why couldn't we just plaster AI back like six years ago? No, no. There are some genuinely. There are certain things genuinely there that are. <sighs> And I'm not trying to take a dig at Google at this, but I don't understand why Samsung's able to do Google stuff on their devices better than Google can do it on their, their, own, their own devices. And that's what's getting me right now. Because the oh, features that we saw are Google I feel this features. is completely fair. Like Absolutely. seriously, like the, the generative AI function that we have in the in the gallery app on the on the S24. That was a feature that Google told us about that we 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 waited how long to get even if when we got it we can't mm -hmm. we cannot generatively fill in in Pixel 8 Pro. No. We can do stylized, but we can't generatively mm -hmm. fill yet. That's been demoed everywhere. Um the circle to search I think is going to come to more uh, more devices on the market that's not even going to be Michelle super... is saying it should be in our next feature drop. Yeah, and and so I think it should line up with shipping the Galaxy S24s. Yeah. And I and I think for the most part that was the most functional feature. Like I showed this to my wife and she was yeah. like, wow, that was a wow moment because it was implemented in such a unique way that I'm, I, and I kid you not, like I'm, again, I'm, I'm trying to basically get pro, uh, props for, for the, for the implementation. Google did an right. amazing job. Samsung got to be able to pitch it first, but the reality is this is a feature that will be used everywhere. Making yeah. Google Lens functional as an overlay anywhere you are in the UI by pressing the home button mm -hmm. is absolutely like it's literally the, the beautiful thing about it. Like when I saw that, I was like, crap, that thing works. Oh, yeah, it, it was. And well, it works and, beautifully. So like and especially for I love that go on Instagram. Yeah, I love seeing the demonstration on it first with a phone with a stylus. Yes. Not that it's required for, for no, that, no, 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 but absolutely. But my, my, my stumpy fat fingers <laughs> blocking oh, no, no. parts so, of what I'm yeah, trying yeah. to take so, a, a screen. The thing uh, about it is you actually have to circle. You could actually a little scribble. You can do whatever you want. I know, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know, like I, know. I, I was trying, um, Vivo right. has an eraser tool and it's nowhere near as good as magic eraser. But when you're trying to like outline or move through something and your For finger is blocking them. just enough, you, yeah. You're off. Like well, you, it, you just can't. Even um, if just using select properly on 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 a device like oh this, yeah, the pen is just absolutely no no for sure. absolutely. Look, um, I pulled the video earlier today because I was looking up some Maya. Apparently, there's still some articles that are on XDA's website that reference my video on Pocket now, yeah. from the uh, Note 10 and the Note 10 Plus in New York. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, not all my videos are gone. So I guess there is proof I used to be part of. They just unlisted them. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. And actually, when you click the link, you see the video, and it says unlisted, so it's there. I just have no links to my original. But anyways, the the present the the event and everything happened obviously in San Jose, slight difference from what we had in the past, San Francisco, a little bit south. The, the correct the correct coast. 
Yeah, no. Samsung picked the correct coast to launch got, a new we, phone. We, we got the uh, right coast, uh, right time zone. No jet lag for your bro right here. <laughs> Show right? up. Everybody I, else was you, dealing with jet lag. I was like, it was really me feel like and man, Ricky. All these people have we're just the only like, two without any jet. Lag. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> me and Ricky are the only one who came up like you Ricky. Know, like that I love drive. it. I saw How's he doing? Was, was he doing well? He's doing good. He's doing good. Um, okay, good. They did this um, at CES <laughs> last week. He had he, they, they hosted their own. Um, like media friends uh, meeting with some of the mm-hmm. with the, with Newegg to try to bring up some influencer relations and so on. So he's been oh yeah, they've been working pretty year. hard. Yeah, yeah, and luckily this time he was also able to make it up here. So you know, Ricky was there. That's um, great. Joe, I don't know if Joe Hickey's in the in the chat, but Joe made it as well. He came all the way from the UK. Nice. I saw him, but we never got a chance to meet. I'm like, oh, I uh, kicked myself. It's crazy. He was sitting on the opposite too much. side. Well, yeah. so I saw his posts. He's on the other side of the show floor. I, I was trying to get a picture of him, but every just kept, the whole bunch of things were going on the stage. So I was like, I had to turn around. And then by the time everybody went down to the hands-on, it was just a, a it was crazy. Like there was no way to know where anybody was. Yeah. So I then I had to go pick up my device, and then as you can imagine, I'm back home, so I had to fly back yesterday. I you know I I, <laughs> I always make my tra- my traveler always absolutely very tight. Like I get in and get mm-hmm. out at, at, at the earliest I can get in, and at the late at the earliest I can yeah. leave. Because time is precious and time is money. So, yeah, no, um, I did my unboxing at the airport. <laughs> I was like, put, put my uh, Osmo 3 plot thing. Point, I mean, if it's, then, if it's ooh, not ooh. like a Vivo, a Xiaomi, an Oppo, your unboxing is pretty fast. There's not yeah, a lot a very, to unbox. It, so. <laughs> the unboxing was 30, 36 seconds. I had sure. to put extra footage in that one to make it close to, to 57 It's seconds. like I shot I shot my, my unboxing video in 4X slow motion, and it's still not a full-length short. It, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, that's, that's, that's one part I missed. I missed, I missed the experience of unboxings because they used to be a big part of what I do. I used to make unboxings and first suppression videos all the time. Yeah. But that no, that doesn't happen. Now we actually like. Nah, I, I'll say this: I used I'm to not... do the box toss. Ooh, so okay. You shared a photo of this phone, yeah, uh, this S twenty four Ultra, and unfortunately, I feel like the white balance made it look a lot more gray. What what you just held up there actually looks, looks like a solid purple. It, it changed, looks a lot better. It depends on the lighting. It absolutely. Yeah. Like. If I okay. took this outside and you looked at it with me, and it was like what? Like it, it, it literally like hold on, like let me show you here. So let me. Yeah, that yeah. that looks better. It, it it is like, and you can see, you can definitely as see. As soon as yo, oh, yeah, right, and it's brighter and brighter. But when I first held it at the show with all the bright lights in the room, it looked very faded. We actually, oh, I even asked almost the, uh, all of the photos from the show actually make the device look very. It's it was Hail. hard. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, so- I, I feel like if Samsung, if Samsung could learn anything, I like. I feel. What was the last Samsung event? I think I really covered in earnest. Might have been S10 era, maybe S9. But were you, there? Were, you the, were you in San Francisco for the S10? I, think, I did maybe, cover. Maybe, yeah, I, yeah, I, maybe, I, I don't yeah. think I was actually at Unpacked, but okay. um, but but one of the things that's that's really been funny is like. They do like a pre-brief or an early hands-on, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's often been in these like really nice hotel suites where it's lots of like wood and glass, and it, the the lighting is cozier. And then you go to an unpacked, and the lighting is terrible. The devices look 
awful from the it's, main it's show weird, floor. Whoever designs the show floor lighting. I don't get it. The, yeah. It, Honor. And again, nothing against Honor. I'm sure it's more about the venue thing. But for some reason, for quite a few events for the Honor, I've had issues with the fact that they always love using blue light. And I'm like, why would you make blue light? I mean, I understand your phones are beautiful and colorful, but sure. blue light? Like, and, and really? so, and when we were over at Oppo's um, in Singapore, when I went over to Oppo's launch event, it was primarily a lot of dark lit areas with light, very, yeah. very much, very strong beaming on the table. I'm like, okay, it, this is very hard for us to shoot. Like, this is not designed for us. It's designed to like a jewelry store, kind of almost like look at the centerpiece, look at the centerpiece. So for mm. me, I didn't really do much from there. I the the images I shared was literally of me after I went to the airport. I I was I had basically about a couple hours or so. So I paid for a, a lounge access. I went inside, found a small no- corner in the, in the lounge where it was still kind of quiet, not too many people. And I and there was a few people behind me, and they all like started looking at me. What is he setting up? And so I just set up a tripod, put it in, pointed it into a couple of vases and stuff. Mm. But um, I, I felt like that would be, you know I should just put something else. And I'm still putting out more reels. Actually, it's weird. Of yeah. the uh, AI functions or the features that they put out, but th- to kind of put it in, all of the devices on the S twenty four Ultra now feature a, a familiar material. Uh, we went titanium on everything, so it's all of them are titanium first, so titanium silver, titanium gray, well, titanium yellow for the titanium, Ultra. For the we, we have had to correct people on. See, yeah. this is the thing I don't like about Samsung is they. They uh, rope in you awesome tech reviewers and get you all talking about Ultra, but that is a completely different phone than the Aluminum. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, they're they're stayed with the the Aluminum on the S24 Plus. The Plus this year did technically get a lot more functions than what we had last year. Like the Plus is closer to the Ultra now than it is, than it used to be to the standard. Um, But I, I will say that, okay, by far the. One of my favorite features that I automatically thought of you the moment I saw that is I go into the pro <laughs> mode because mm-hmm. one of the functions they were describing obviously is slow-mo, right? Or super slow-mo. Yeah. The ability of shooting slow motion video without actually shooting slow motion video. They're using sure. AI interpolation to frame try generation. to generate yeah, yeah. generate AI generated frames between to give you a pseudo slow-mo. But in pro mode, and uh, again, only on the S24 Ultra, uh, it mm-hmm. has 4K Uno, dos, zero, my amigo. 120 ah. built in into the camera in UHD resolution. That is like, Finally. okay, I like. I mean, obviously only that's, in the main, that's really main and the ultra that, that, yeah, but Yeah, no, but I mean, like, that is a functional, practical absolutely. upgrade to a feature that I oh think has just been attacked on novelty for years now. But it was, and, it was such uh, a slow It's, it's nice thing, to yeah. see... It is nice to see uh, Samsung finally catch up to the Xperia One Mark II. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it where where OnePlus hasn't, and I, we don't know obviously if they'll bring it back later. But at this point, OnePlus has moved away from the 4K 120, and I feel like they've been focusing yeah. more on the core experience, like the 12 and the and the, and the 12 R. I mean, and we're going to talk obviously about the design. We'll, we'll talk, say, save that yeah, because yeah, I really yeah. want to. I really want to get your thoughts out on S twenty four because I've got a lot of critiques on the presentation, but I haven't spent any time actually holding the phone. So yeah, no, no. And so I'm pretty sure they're going to be available. There's going to be like uh, units and stuff like that at Best Buy or something like that. But the biggest yeah. thing I'll probably say overall is the simplicity of the AI functionalities that they added in there and the way they in- injected them into the system. They are somewhat not necessarily hidden but like once you know the feature is in there 
it becomes such an easy way to jump into it. One of them that I liked about him was the incorporation of, if you've ever used Grammarly in the past, if anybody's ever in the chat that watches mm -hmm. or uses Grammarly or an AI like Bard or any kind of chat GPT to help correct grammar or maybe compose certain things in there in a specific style, they brought some of those functions into the keyboard that, again, Google's been showcasing some of these features on their own keyboard. The Gboard running on a Pixel is very different than the Gboard running on most devices, especially with the AI autocorrection feature. If you've ever used it on Pixel 8 Pro, you compose a message before you send it. Google has a button in the bottom that says, fix it, like improve the writing, right? Grammar and all of that good stuff. They brought that in there. They made it into also writing styles, like writing into the different... Um, you know, like the tone of the conversation. There's casual, yeah. there's serious, there's emojis, there's socials. I'm like, there's a little funky things like that. No, so but that's that cool. Is like there are different like, flavors because I yeah, feel yeah, like no, no. AI fails if it's like, here is one canned response. And you're like, that's not how I talk. Exactly. And, and yeah. if you're trying to talk to, let's say, to a kid, a teen or something like that, where their language sure. is emojis. So like, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> Like, it's know, like, like hieroglyphics. All right, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> we are going back to the hieroglyphics, my friend. We're just calling them emojis. Like the Egyptians got it right at the beginning. We just didn't catch on till now. Um, but yeah, like little features like that, um, the AI cropping and and generative fill. I feel like that again took took it to the next level. Like they Google brought it and they had it good. Samsung took it to the next level. They fixed it. You can do multiple yeah. functions at the same time, not just one step sure. at a time. And um, object reissue or object mover works perfectly in the gallery. Yeah. Like again, simple things. Yeah. Well, I, it works a little away. too well. I actually just got someone sharing um, on the Discord. Yeah. Some uh, ladies man two seventeen. Hey, hey. He's a ladies man. Um, sharing a, a, a post of someone doing AI manipulation, and then there's a little watermark, so which that was, we yeah, want to know was... that there's yeah. Except for the fact that. Samsung's own object erasing tools can get rid of the watermark. Well, okay. So the watermark, by the way, the <laughs> like watermark, it's he was like, well, well, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the, the first thing, okay. So when, the, when they first made that announcement, they talked about the watermark. The first thing that, that came to my sure. mind, like I could just crop through that, right? I'm yes. Like, you can just cut like, it out. Why, why, and, why? and they're saying like, oh, there's also going to be a note in the metadata. So that like, was the, yeah. But you can also erase the, second, the metadata as you're sharing but, it. It's one of the first. I mean, you noticed, like, one of the big privacy tools on so many of our phones now is erasing personally identifiable information out of your metadata. So no, it'll I, scrub all that out, too. So it, it is. I'll, I'll say this. Look, um, they're taking a step into trying to make it to to make it uh, making people make people aware some of the things in there are, are obviously manipulated if somebody decides to remove that data which is absolutely very easy that is a different step but yeah you're right i mean there's no 100 foolproof there's no way to know exactly if something has been manipulated and so you're right, i a little bit too good i disagree please yeah, yeah. because i feel the camera manufacturers are mm. trying to get ahead of this conversation and really we won't see adoption on these tools until the smartphone manufacturers yeah. get on this too but look up C2PA okay the coalition for content provenance and authenticity mm -hmm. i believe sony is uh they started this the, sony was one of the early uh participants back in like 2022. Mm -hmm. But over the last year, we've seen a number of camera manufacturers get on this content authenticity uh, program. 
And so now this is so so now this is this is a platform where newer cameras, newer standalone mirrorless cameras are more and more are increasingly adding information to your photo that if there is any kind of image manipulation or if there is any kind of AI editing, it is burned so deep into the file that you might not be able to scrub it out or get rid of it. And this is also triggering for other um, editing platforms. Um, I believe Adobe is also one of like the founding members of oh, this coalition. Oh, yes, they're, they're the they're so, the grandpappy of of modification and editing. Oh, yeah, and actually, their their logo is right up. I was going to so, say, yeah, yeah it's you get Microsoft Adobe, and BBC, Sony and Intel. Intel uh, Public. So this is uh, this is all great, but until this kind of until this kind of content authenticity mm-hmm. is matched on an iPhone. I really don't feel like it's going to be something that consumers trust. And and I'm going to be shocked if we don't see over the next year mm-hmm. some kind of court case where the... The evidence uh, is called into question? That evidence gathered from a phone mm-hmm. is called into question because of all this AI and image manipulation. And you can't trust anything that comes from a phone because you can I, just AI it. I don't I'll be it. very I surprised if a lawyer doesn't make that an argument over get, a court case in the next year. You'd, 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 you'd end up having to figure out – you'd end up needing multiple sources of the same uh, site information just to kind of validate yeah. that the information did really happen. But – um but sorry, it, it, it's that crazy. was that no, was no, no, a no, detour. It, it, it but, but it's funny point. to me it is to because point, yeah. you, what you were saying is spot on. Though I believe Google has been held back because of their partnership with Samsung Silicon, and now that we're showing off a Qualcomm Snapdragon powered Galaxy S twenty four Ultra. Um, that's where I feel like all of these grand promises of AI coming from Google and Tensor, mm-hmm. Google's getting lapped by Qualcomm and MediaTek right now. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel Samsung is holding them back. The, and, and so we've seen a, a bunch of stories coming out yeah. this week about, yeah. man, Google is really going in hard on firms in Taiwan, looking at silicon, investing, potentially dropping stuff off at TSMC. They want to get out from under this current Exynos uh, sort of a design philosophy. So I feel Pixel 8 Pro is probably going to limp into the AI market, even though they were showing off all of these incredible tools. Yeah, that was like 90% of what the presentation was. This is, again, Google started us off with, with, I'm not going to say with the promise. We do have the the functions, a lot of the functions that they promised us. The December update did bring in uh, the visual, the the video. um, um, Video boost. Video boost. Thank you. I was going to say visualizer. But Uh, I bet you we probably could have made a play for video boost on device. mm Mm-hmm. With a Snapdragon 8 Gen 3. I, I wouldn't be surprised. And and quite a few of the functions that we saw that uh, Samsung's running can be run on device. There's a few that yeah. require like it online access. Like the circle to search obviously can't be on device. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a Searching, Google right. Lens. Yeah, it's an online search. And then the generative fill functional options that we have in there as well. But there is a specific setting within the Samsung, within Samsung's uh, settings tab that says restrict the device to only run AI functions on device. It will disable like the, the other one. Yeah. So if you don't want to be like if you're traveling and you don't want to have it to keep kind of whatever, literally limit it. And it'll turn off circle to search. Obviously, that, that doesn't work obviously there. You could do your own normal you know, lens image or whatever. But the what I, what I want to say is like, OK, 
it's been years where I've seen a lot of functions, a lot of features, and a lot of things have been added to smartphones to make them amazing. But there's a lot of those things typically will fall to the side, like space zoom. Okay, we get it. We can zoom into the moon. We got it. And and this part this time very they were very open about talking about, you know, using AI, filling in the specifics and <laughs> And, and and the presentation the way it's they still was, fake. Oh no no absolutely <laughs> like, there was not they they, I, they are using AI that they the way right. they uh, <clears throat> and, and I'm hoping this was not off the record because I don't remember if they said yes or no but the way it was presented the way it was pitched essentially was <laughs> what we're trying to do is capture the moment and the the way you felt looking at the image although the image may not have been that clear no. the way you saw it is I, it's it's in I that similar fundamentally shape. disagree with that which is what's going to call into question the veracity of smartphone images in a legal sense yeah, yeah. and i believe is also going to call into question the artistic authenticity of of these images when they are so easily manipulated if you want to give me the feels, come up with a feels mode, yep. but don't make the core fundamental camera architecture and functionality just a bunch of AI tricks, which have nothing to do with how that moment really looked. Oh, yeah. No, no. And again, it in, in reality, they, they in stepped truth. away. From I'm coming that. at this like kind of documentary filmmaker. Like I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to, you know, let's stage a bunch of poor people who are hungry as opposed to go and shoot. I mean, you know there are poor people who are hungry. It doesn't matter if they're real poor hungry people. It's the same. So from a documentary perspective, why do you need to do the work of going to a place and shooting real people when you can just stage it? And so, like To me, mm-hmm. that, that's one of the issues I've got with Samsung's strategy is on Vivo, I can do fake moon. It looks oh, we could, fake yeah. moon. It looks great. Exactly. But it's a separate mode that pop-ups and says, oh, by the way, you're about to do Supermoon. And here's your before image and here's your after image. It's the (laughs) F-fake. But I think we we all have taken enough images of the moon. We know we know how well and how many how many craters are there. But the the other functions that we saw in there the the, the ability of basically you know like I said uh, the summarization function the translation the yeah. one that got me the most I made a call and I and I was speaking with the gentleman. Um, I think that the the phone call was with a with a Spanish speaker and then I did a live translation. But live translations we've seen it many times before. The phone call although there was a little bit delay it was on device translation done and the call starts off by an ai message coming up saying this call is being monitored not monitored um, assisted by ai translation both parties will receive a delayed in response as the ai is translating the conversation to the other person obviously this is assuming the other person doesn't speak any english and i don't speak any spanish it worked so well nice that it was like how is this not a thing? And how is this not real? How does this not have been thing? We've had translation before. Mm-hmm. Why is this not incorporated? Like it is so simple. And well, again, those are the that's, features. That's like- that's the thing that we techies really need to be careful with because when you make something that does work that well, that it seems easy. We, I, I mean, like the oh, idea it, of doing real time audio translation on something like that has to be an incredible challenge. So it's just really exciting to see that even in a pre release state, like this is still yeah. a phone that is not available to consumers, but they're letting you do that exactly. kind of work on it. 
that the uh, the functionality is there. And, yeah. and it's one of those things where even if it's not completely on device, you're already engaged with network connectivity anyway. It's not like I can take a phone call completely in airplane mode. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if it functions completely on device. We just want to make sure that like there, there's some accounting or some security policy that says like, hey, as this information is passed between these two people, just like we expect now messaging to be end-to-end encrypted, mm-hmm. um, I feel like that'll be a fair question to ask later. But mm-hmm. right now, just proving that it works and it works as well as it does is a very exciting step to that yeah. Star Trek future of having the universal translator <laughs> ready at a moment's notice. Exactly, and you just have it basically implanted. It's like, turn on the, you don't even have to turn it on. It automatically recognizes yeah. the other language and automatically translates. It's, so to me, it was more... Um, like I felt like they were introducing features and functions that were usable that spoke to me you know what I mean mm-hmm. like things that I can see myself using like example like when I was in Korea when I was in Hong Kong in places I don't speak the native language okay I'm not going to deny the fact that I'd love to say that I speak them I understand partially in, in Cantonese but I don't have any way of communicating where I need to go like Spanish I can do well German very mm-hmm. little bit French very I'm good sure. but Again, it, it, it is a feature that I can see myself using when I'm traveling. Call, when we call local restaurants in Korea, that was number one problem. Korea mm-hmm. is um, – there is a lot of people that speak English, but there's also a lot of small shops that do not. Yeah. And this is, it is just basically like, okay, you don't speak our language. You literally have to point and hand money kind of a situation. The long right. story short, the, I, was, I was impressed with some of those functions. And again, knowing that a lot of these functionalities – I'm not sure obviously about the phone translator function, but that – I can see Google building that into the dialer. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those are going to be coming over. We're going to be able to enjoy them on other devices. The S23 series of devices will get it by the by early by before the summer, like they said, the first yeah. half of this year. So it is not unique to the to the Agen three. Although I feel like the Agen three may be able to like carry it better. We'll have to see how it runs on the Agen two. Yeah, I I I, I again I, I feel like what should be a standards bearer mm-hmm. for Google's AI prowess. We, we were actually just talking about this over on Ike's live stream before we okay. went live and <clears throat> lots of people upset that you know, here I've got my pixel fold. Mm-hmm. The pixel fold is an almost $2,000 folding tablet. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty pricey boy and it's going to be limping into the AI conversation over 2024 and 2025 because Google decided that Samsung would be the way to go for Tensor and Tensor 2. And it hurts because even Pixel 8 Pro, I feel is going to be a bit behind the curve against Immensity and Snapdragon. But you can get two Pixel 8 Pros for the price of a Pixel Fold and the Pixel Fold is the active, the current sold foldable. This puts Google in a really awkward position. And I want to feel for them, mm-hmm. but Google made their bed. It, Even it, Samsung yeah. is not using Samsung chips. <laughs> and Google was like, but we can get them real cheap. And you're like, well, there's a reason why it, you're getting them I, real I felt cheap. like the, the years that we've been working with, we're seeing Google you know collaborate and work we're down to this to the line now where samsung's able to take google's features and make it better so yeah so it, it's um because whatever I'll, whatever I'll, local processing assist you need yeah is gonna be 
a much better performance per watt, power efficiency, and even now the neural cores. One of the things that Google was actually really good at stepping away from Qualcomm, Qualcomm and MediaTek have caught up with a vengeance and now lapped what Samsung was able to help Google make back yeah. with Tensor and Tensor 2. Tensor, so Tensor this, was a move, good move. Tensor 2 was definitely a better improvement and more was, efficiency was done. Tensor uh, yeah. 3 is just that now, like, okay. Um, well, Tensor 3, so Tensor 2 is actually, I feel, the one that, I'm sorry, we're relitigating the past on Google. We should be talking about Samsung. Yep. But Tensor 2 was the GPU bump. Tensor 2 didn't really do much on the CPU or neural side, and now Tensor 3 is a much more um, traditional core configuration, mm-hmm. while Qualcomm and MediaTek are doing very unconventional CPU core configurations now. I, I, I so so I, think, I think your assessment is actually kind of spot on. Google has made Samsung a preferred partner, has given them all the early access and the support, the Wear yeah. OS... Um, love is really being poured on Samsung. They, they're yeah. really tight and integrated. But Samsung choosing to use Qualcomm hardware has given them an even bigger advantage even over the parent company that's actually making all of this software uh, it, happen. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's a story. It's a story that can only be pulled out of, the, out of movies because of the way it's complex and the way it's going around. But you're right. Yeah, I, I just... It, it's almost like Samsung's going to turn out or is going to be the de facto Android experience where yeah. Google is because because Google for the longest time was trying to carve that out. They were trying to yeah. be unique. They brought out Material U. They you know they rebranded to well, Pixel. They're, they're, and we could make that argument that there are yeah. Google specific software features, software features that you can't get anywhere else. That and list you, is very still, limited, though. That, it's, is, that limited. list is shrinking. Yeah, it, is, it used to be. So this is the thing. Up till up till the, yesterday, when I when I got my hands on the S twenty four Ultra, um, uh, what's it called? Voice recorder with with uh, with mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? With subject recognition and transcription. And transcription. Yeah, it was only on Pixel. But then Samsung comes in and says, "Hold my beer." Subject recognition, summarization, and translation are built into the same app. So I don't believe though that the full. It, so I don't believe that the full transcription and summarization is on device though no i, I might have that not, not wrong, everything not everything but... is on device but the fact that even with the things that google was able to do on device which is the, the, the that was the, that was specifically how they pitched it the right. the the recorder person sorry uh speaker recognition and categorization and transcription those are the built bread and butter of what the recorder used to be able to do minus the subject recognition we got that with the update it works and it works beautifully well we did it and we tested it what i'm what i'm saying though is i think samsung not only brought that feature over and then they use the fact that they were doing the basically because once you transcribe it, it becomes text, right? So that function right. is basically no different than taking a note from the notes app and summarizing it and creating different functions out of it. So they just sure. translated that feature from one app to the other, making recorder now for me a much better functional uh, option there, a more useful now, tool. Because yeah. it well, not only does it record our entire conversation, it's going to give me bullet points at the end of the day. Yeah, you know what I mean. And but it's that's give actually me the thing levels. that's. That is a concern on S24, though, yeah. is if that is server-side. Mm-hmm. that It might be server-side because Samsung is not putting more RAM into their devices. And if you really want a language learning model to analyze text, come up with relevant 
uh, categories for that text and bullet point out what different people have said and delineate that information, you need to unpack a lot of comparative analytical data for that LLM to sift through all the information of a longer piece of audio and to present that. Mm-hmm. And so that, that again is like, if we get the recorder app generally put out to Android and you've got one pluses with 16 and 24 gigs of Ram, we might see that turning point late next year where those devices are able to do this kind of analysis, maybe a little slower, but mm-hmm. you don't need to depend on a data connection to have that final output delivered. This is the critical point. We, we've got a question here from Ghost Starscream. Is it too far-fetched to think that Google and Samsung will merge to be one company sooner or later because of their relationship? I don't believe that's possible. Google being a trillion-dollar market cap company and Samsung being the backbone of the South Korean economy, I don't see how that could ever happen. But right now, yeah, I don't believe that their current relationship is always mutually beneficial. No. I think that's true of most major corporations that one side kind of gets it better than the other. Yeah. But right now we're swinging wildly back and forth between this feature looks really cool, but it's really not going to be the feature that other phones get to benefit from. And Google is coming out with all of this amazing software and their own products are the devices that are running it kind of the worst. (laughs) (laughs) right now it's it's such a head trip to see like how this ball keeps getting kind of bat back and forth um and right now i i right now i kind of feel like google's getting it worse i think samsung is definitely making out ahead they're they're getting the the, the, slightly short end of the on that one so I'm, they're, I, they're I just, pulling the wishbone, and Samsung got the bigger piece of the wishbone. I just put the phone so. on, on airplane mode, and I turned off Wi-Fi. I want to see if transcription actually runs on device. Because this was – when I recorded yesterday my, my unboxing, sure. I did it at the airport, so it was all well, in English. I, I feel like the transcription plugin should be like the Pixel, which runs – on device. So, yeah, yeah. So that that is yeah. on device. Uh, sorry, you can see it right there. Speaker one, speaker one, although it's still speaker one. No, but what I wanted to do, though, is I wanted to get... Now see if they can summarize. Okay, I want to translate to Spanish. <laughs> translation to Spanish is on device. That's and cool. Let's see. Can I... Okay, let me see. Where Where is the summarization function? Nope, that's like adding a tag. Summary. Okay. Summary does require your internet. You're right. Summarizing does okay. require internet. Translation so, does not. But the more I, I feel, off, yeah, I, this is completely feel, and I'm mm-hmm. using the word feel specifically, but no, I no, feel you. this is going to be one of the pain points for phones in 2024. Internet that etiquette, if yeah. we really want this language learning model, neural summarization, it's not AI, it's just chewing up language that a piece of software has access to. One of the things that's going to hold us back is system resources. And Android you know, is getting kind of bloated. Apps are getting kind is. of bloated. We need a yeah. lot more RAM just to do daily stuff. Mm-hmm. You need a lot, lot more RAM. So some, some of those to things have yeah. this how, kind how of will they work feature on the work S8, on. Sorry, on the S24 and the S24 Plus that do start at eight, 8 gigs of RAM. Yeah. Where the Ultra no longer has an well, 8 gig option. But the yeah. other ones get the same features, but they get less resources sure. to run it on. So, so this is why this is why Galaxy AI is really just a big play on putting a fresh wrapper on Google Gemini, and that 
at no, the no, end of 2025. Of the event. It was yeah, based on Google no. Gemini on the uh, on device uh, model. And at the end of 2025, it's going to be a subscription service because it's so heavily invested in cloud. I think coming, you know, we're, we're going to see a bunch of phones launched in 2024 that don't have quite as much flash to them. But if other app developers start really utilizing the additional RAM, the neural cores, the on-device processing, and these monster GPUs that are mm-hmm. in these devices, you could start coming up with apps that are less subscription-based but are run solely on device to accomplish a lot of the same things that you have to go to a server with Samsung and Google to do yep. because of the limitations of this hardware. It's just you're buying on the potential that AI really does take off. But I could totally see Copilot, mm-hmm. Microsoft saying, hey, if you meet these system specs, there's a bit more you could do before you need to turn to an internet connection to get the results for what we're trying to accomplish here. Yeah. I don't see that being too far off if someone has a subscription to Office, getting some of those, Copilot, like getting Copilot note con- yeah. Yeah, note, note summarization, transcription kinds of features. We, we heard Microsoft's ambition to try to use AI on their on their laptops when we went and visited them with the uh, the laptop <laughs> O two. Remember, right? we, they were talking about you know, <sighs> image generation models so and all. Funny. This was like a couple of years ago. It's yeah, I'm with you. It, it's yeah, it's crazy to see. <laughs> I'll say this: it, it is if you've ever used ChatGPT, if you've ever used Bard, if you've ever used any of those online AI tools to summarize or to to compose an email or something like the crazy part that i really like i i I don't like writing very long emails but i know generally what i want to do and i i throw a couple of little prompts into into bard and i was like Mm -hmm. okay write me an email i want to say this 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 and then it comes back in a fully structured amazingly written blah blah and Mm -hmm. like all of that stuff yeah, I can understand why people pay money to use ChatGPT for. Why for sure. why there are so many more functional options on the market now. And it is at some point we may be basically buying just shells of devices that yeah. run online and connected functions. Or I, I, I'll be curious to see, you know, like uh, you know, we, we should uh, I, I want to ask you a couple things specifically about the phone. But, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at the Vivo, the X100, mm-hmm. and there's not a ton of in your face AI on that phone. But I could totally see a future where Vivo and Xiaomi mm-hmm. come up with their own note app and they say, well, hey, we put 16, 20, 24 gigs of RAM in our phones. Mm-hmm. We can write our own note transcription app. You don't have to use Google's because especially in those markets, you probably aren't relying on a bunch of Google no, services. Yeah, yeah, a lot of and these then, functions- yeah, it's just a perk of buying the phone. So why would you pay for a subscription to send your audio up to a server if buying a Xiaomi gets you a very similar style of of language processing on device? And then it was just included in the price of the phone It's like that to me is going to be the big fight, it, um, it especially be... getting into 2025, not necessarily this. Oh, year no, no, absolutely. And and, yeah. and with the with with the main thing keeping in mind is uh, both Vivo, uh, um, Honor, Xiaomi, all the Chinese manufacturers, they release in China first. A lot of these service serv- uh, services that we're talking about are Google based services, right? They won't work mm-hmm. in China. So even Samsung, yeah. when they sell the S24 Ultra, yeah. it is not going to be the 100% no. same experience. It, nope. it would be basically as if you turned on that toggle on the phone says, run all my models on device. And those are the yeah. only things that will run. 
anything outside of that won't. So you're right. They they are going to have to figure out some other ways for other, for the other manufacturers. I don't think Samsung is going to try to find or develop something specifically for Asia or not Asia for China because I don't think that's they're they're the biggest seller there. Those are still dominated by the oh you know, Samsung the sales numbers are almost non-existent. Oh no, right I know, now but, but I meant to China, say is like, so they exist, but they're not a. It's not a big market really. for them. But to no. kind of circle um, back, bring back things yeah, as opposed I, I, to. <laughs> I, but but I do I I do want to kind of I, I want to wrap again because I'm really snarky about how much I dislike Samsung as a company. Okay. Um, my feeling and mm-hmm. watching other people react. Yeah. The presentation of this phone was woefully apathetic. Mm-hmm. There was very little discussion about the phone. Where year over year, this feels hyper iterative from the S22 to the S23 to the S24. The same, yeah. If you look at them on the back, you can hardly be able to tell which one is which. Yeah. So now that you're holding it, you know, mm-hmm. yes, we have a flat screen. I'm actually yeah. really excited because I feel of a phone with a stylus, mm-hmm. you don't sure. like having curved edges when you're kind of getting to the edges of your screen. No, I'm with and you. I'm glad that Samsung finally figured out all of the things that we've been saying about having a better telephoto sensor. Now, I've been in so many knockdown drag out arguments with Samsung Knights about how it's better to have more reach than a larger sensor with better photo IQ. And I guess now they're all going to change their minds. And now that Samsung's done what Pixel and Vivo and Xiaomi and Oppo have been doing for years now. Oh, now that Samsung's done it, well, they did it the best. And I'm sure that's going to be how nights are going to night. You're holding the phone. You're using the phone. Are are my feelings way off? Is this hardware kind of the same? Are folks going to pick this up and go, oh, this is a thing about this phone that I know I'm going to use, and that's different than the S22 I had before. So there'll be a couple of hardware features that I probably will say, and I'm going to say processor aside, that's that's a generational thing. We know the processor sure. is more powerful, Agent 3 over Agent 2. There's no conversation. We know. And we also know AI and all of that good stuff. Um, yeah. A couple of features that they bring in that I don't think they even, and I wish they would have highlighted, other than the camera, obviously, is the camera is one. The fact that they're going up to a 50 megapixel makes perfect sense. You do want that better. Yeah, the telephoto. You need yeah. the hardware. You need the hardware to be able to support the lens. The lens can only do so much if you're if you're pumping a 10 megapixel camera behind it and just trying to call it the way it is. The reality sure. is images all the way up to that 5X are crystal clear. They're optical. They're beautiful. Yes, there is a substantial improvement in image processing, in, in image representation, not processing. It is optical, and you definitely see the difference. The other option that I don't think they're talking about, on top of the fact that the display is flat, it's also actually a, a brighter panel. You're able to actually hit higher yeah. brightness on the out when you're outdoor and using it. And even when you're playing the same content, when because they had a demo in there, and it's in the video at almost at the end part where I show both an S23 Ultra and an S24 Ultra, the panel is substantially brighter and more vivid. Yeah. Although I thought that the S23 Ultra was better, like as a great device. Um, you know, having, having gone back to it, cause I put back my SIM card, obviously I'm traveling to Samsung. Uh, I made mm-hmm. sure that I was bringing in the, the best that they offered from before just to do comparison. Those sure. are a couple of things that will probably stand out the most holding the now, phone you, out of the box. Do you feel, mm-hmm. sorry, I, I just want to clarify because sure. every manufacturer is, is going brighter every, this yeah. year. Every, Would you say that Samsung 
mm-hmm. as the market leader in smartphone displays and displays in general. Oh, but they're we, in the competition devices if you think about it realistically. But yeah, sure. So, yeah. Would you say that they are doing for themselves better than what we've seen on some of these other spec devices that are outpacing what the S24 Ultra in, in the global market can do? I, I, in the global market scheme of, of devices right now, I don't think that they're they're leading that conversation. They're in the same pack. They're definitely okay. doing the same as everybody yeah, else it's, is it's, doing. It's, it's upper tier. I, I yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. anyone There's would no argue with that. We are, we are above, you know, we're at 2600. I just don't feel just... Samsung smartphone is buying the best display they can from Samsung Display. And, and, and that's the. So, but I that's feel like I, that competition is really fierce right now. It is, and I that's that was what I was going to say. It's it's the fact that we've had, so the fact that Qualcomm brought up the the timeline, and everybody and their mom now is releasing the device. I mean, heck, we're in January, right? Sure. I mean, January is not I even know. like a halfway. We're barely. What is today? Okay, like we're barely we're, crossing middle of. We January. just crossed halfway through January. Yeah, yeah. And the S twenty four Ultras, S twenty four series are out. They're going to be available to be people's hand in in their hand before the end of the month. Um, yeah, we've had so many devices launched already that are surpassing this, and it is mm. basically the it, it's a. And some of them are even using Samsung panels. This is the weird part of the conversation. Yeah, BOE is making a big play right now too. So, so yeah. it, it's a it's a tough one to kind of say like, okay, internationally they're on par, not not necessarily leading the pack. Now I will. Some may argue and also say, but I mean, how realistically do you need a four thousand minute display? Kind of like that that becomes a different conversation. But the reality sure. is. You know, visibility outdoors is important. Does the S23 mm-hmm. Ultra do it? Yes. Does the S22 Ultra do it? Yes. Does the S21 Ultra do it? Yes. It, it's a question of, yeah, could they have done more? Absolutely. But I think in the U.S. market, when you compare them to the other manufacturers in the market, they see themselves, because again, the way they're setting it, they are somewhat mm-hmm. of, of the, the leading pack in display technology, although... Yeah. When we start, I mean, talking, we're playing oh, with OnePlus no, no, 12. I was about to say here, we are going to start can't shifting turn the conversation the screen around. We can't turn. No, no, we can turn it around. around. We just can't turn it. Oh, yeah, we can't turn it on. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I haven't turned this, mine this off device, though. So. This device has a display. I can't turn mine around because it's I on. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. So I'm going to leave. I need to shut this guy off. <laughs> I was like, is that the? 12? Do you have a different color on the 12R? I got black. Oh, you jerk! I'm so jealous that that blue is so pretty. It reminds me so much of the 7T. Oh, that is such a pretty phone. Oh, you're such a jerk. I, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. I, I will say this. There is if I no, hold up I my didn't... 12R, you can't tell if it's a 12R or the 11. Oh, they look yeah, yeah. so close. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, but you did get the green man. one, right? On the, no, I did get the green. I got oh, the green uh, 12. The, the green, yeah. the marble. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's so pretty. I'm just going to so rub my face I, <laughs> I was in Vegas when the 12R showed up. I didn't even see what the box is. I showed, I come back home, I open the box, <laughs> and I'm like, sure. okay. I mean, no, no, don't, don't worry. Look, they're both going to be great devices. But again, at the end of the day, if you're putting them in the case, Actually, I take that back. Well, no, I got a clear bumper specifically I, no, 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 because the, of the. I have been more and more plate. fan yeah. of clear cases now with all of these oh, devices yeah. coming out with these beautiful colors. So, yes, the both, both the twelve R and the twelve are going to ha- obviously outpace the S twenty three and S twenty four Ultra when it comes to brightness. Again, I think. It, uh, from a unique standpoint, I, I wouldn't necessarily call this out as the only reason to get is S24 Ultra. I think the S24 Ultra as a package has a lot mm-hmm. to offer, 
the price did go up. That was that was another thing. That That's was a biggie. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 in the thirteen hundreds now for the ultra. Um, the I, but I, what I will say is this: it for from their lineup of devices, this is their flagship for twenty twenty four. This is the best of as, as the best smartphone that they're going to launch, and they're going to carry this for the rest of the year till the next mm-hmm. generation comes on. Um, I think it offers the best experience and it offers everything that Samsung has to has been basically talking about. And I think it will perform the best. S24 Plus, S24, I still, unfortunately, they um, didn't have enough time to spend with them um, on. Yeah, they don't want trying. anyone talking about S24. Well, no, S24 we had Plus access to the units, because... the, the hands on experience. Yeah, but, they, but that's not what Samsung does. Look at their yeah. look at their keynote. You know, their keynote literally showed us one slide discussing the different aluminum build frame on the S24 and S24 Plus. Nothing else was detailed as different until you got to the very end and all they did was the one sheet the one where they showed you all the specs for the S24 and then the S24 Ultra. Because Samsung, I feel, depends on that consumer confusion. Think about all the people you know in your circles of family and friends who only buy base model, right? So they don't understand that they bought the cheapest HP laptop they could and the cheapest MacBook that they could, and the MacBook was better. And you're like, yeah, because it cost three times more than the cheapest HP the that Pro, you exactly. can buy. Yeah, yeah, no. But they want everyone out there talking about how great the S24 is when the reviewers are holding ultras and average consumers are going in to ask for the good galaxy and they're walking out with S24s. They'll never know that the S24 is a completely different phone. It has nothing to do with the Ultra, which is really a note, um, that that entire philosophy to me is, again, I feel Samsung gets a little scummy with the way they market, where I feel like it's a totally reasonable device strategy. They should not be called the same thing. It's a marketing problem. I, and I, I, you you want to make these different devices, make them different devices, but don't they, give them the same name when they have nothing well, to do I, with each I, other. It's, it's the entire premise behind the word galaxy, actually, if you think about it. Everything is yeah. a galaxy. Um, when sure. uh, about a week ago... Or a week I'm at least ago, willing to give Samsung some some credit that there is a letter in there. <laughs> I, oh, I can't... No, no. I can't I can't fault Samsung if a consumer hears Galaxy S24 Ultra is amazing and then they go to their carrier store and buy a Galaxy A because it's the cheapest. I can't put that on Samsung, but when you say Galaxy S, you're assuming I I'm upset I, because also I feel the S24 Plus and the iPhone 15 Plus are gonna get murked bad. By so, the OnePlus 12 this year. The 20... Okay, so here, here's where we get a little bit different on the S20, S24 Plus on this year. A few of the demos that I was showing in my video were, were done on the S24 Plus. They were not done on the S24 mm-hmm. because the S24 Plus also shares the same similar display tech. It's a bigger display. It's 100 milliampere shorter, but it also shares the 45-watt charging processor. Not necessarily the same camera tech, but from a horsepower... Is it the same, and, is it the same resolution screen? It's from what I remember on the specs. Yes, it was again. It was a QHD resolution at 120 uh, and really? full HD plus. Okay. That's that's a little bit better because the pluses have been 1080p's let, these let last me, several let me make years. Sure, well, I I am gonna be. I don't want to. I, I mean, like the brightness would still be a nice upgrade, but no, no, I, absolutely. I, I think I'll be that would have been. To see if that resolution actually pans oh, out. Let me see here. Mobile. 
I'm going to go straight to their to their system because I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm going to go Samsung.com. That's exactly where I was trying to do. S24 to the... Ultra. Where's the comparison? S24 section? Plus. Learn uh, more. Oh, you oh, took me straight to the buy page. That's not what I oh, that's That's how they do it. Okay, so here. Okay, okay. Let's look at it this way. S24, S24 Ultra. When we're looking at batteries, they're basically you're getting 5,400 to 4,000 going from the Ultra down. On sure. The storage, against the OnePlus 12 with a 5,400 milliamp no, no, hour battery. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and when we go into storage and RAM, the Plus and the Ultra start at 12 gigs. They don't go to 8. Only the small That's one goes good. to 8. That's the good one. Against All, the OnePlus at 16. At 16. Well, you know, <laughs> man, we, you know how it's stacked. <laughs> um, we, uh, they all obviously support 5G. And here, okay, we're we're finally at the display. Okay, so it is on both it the is Plus quad and the Ultra, HD Quad HD. Yeah, so I okay. read the spec correctly. So that's the Plus good. this year is not that actually what last year's Plus was is a bit of an upgrade. Yeah, it's right. not a bigger. I'll give them that. It's not a bigger twenty four. But you made me sure. second guess myself. I'm like, wait, I read the chart. I remember reading it. I even said it in the video. No, no, no. That's good. Because yeah. like, I feel like last year it was still 1080 and everyone was like, oh, but that's fine. Who even needs more than 1080? And now people will be like, oh, it's so, Quad HD. See, Samsung makes the best. But we've got AirVook wireless charging on a OnePlus 12. That exactly. is faster than, than the, the cabled wireless. charging yes. on oh, the S24+. Plus. Yeah, we've yeah. got... 30% more RAM. I'll be shocked to see if the pricing is not undercutting Samsung by 100 bucks, and then there's a pre-order deal with well, OnePlus I, I, from the get-go. So I'll, I'll say this. Once we find out that information, obviously... We have a true high-performance mode. We have the yep. notifications rocker so that you oh, can change up the, yeah, the yeah, notifications yeah, on, on your, your OnePlus 12. And... I'd still need to see some of the specs and stuff, but I'm pretty confident that the camera sensors are all going to be better on the OnePlus 12 than what's on the Galaxy S24+. Plus. The primary advantage in terms okay. of really turning your phone into a high-performance platform, I, I, like if you like DeX... Mm-hmm. You gotta buy a Galaxy. You can't yes. get away with just screen mirroring on the OnePlus 12. Yeah. If you don't need a desktop mode, I can't think of anything that is distinctly better on the Galaxy S24 Plus where the OnePlus 12 isn't going to slap it around dollar for dollar. I I think, so I'll I'll say this. I think the 12 right now on paper is going to give the S24 Plus and Ultra. Oh, not on paper, in my hand. No, right no, now. I no, no, but till till <laughs> the, what I, what, the reason why I'm saying this obviously is because there's a couple of things we have. We haven't we haven't really sure. spoken about the experience of using the 12 or the 12R. We haven't really been able to sure. kind of dig in with the. I, I'm assuming all we can do is confirm kind of, the specs that we already knew yeah, yeah. because and, the and phone so, was out in China. For absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So on paper, from the way we're looking at it right now, and if 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 the indication, let's, I'll say this: after using the Find X7 Ultra, okay. <laughs> That is a phone that's released, that's available, We can t- that I'm able to talk about. Sure. I am very excited to what the 12 and the 12R are going to do. Let's, let's just put it there. Like I can nail that conversation in that aspect. And the reality, what we're seeing here is definitely an improved version on the on the Plus over last year. I feel like the Plus is going to hold its own this year a little bit more. But the Ultra is still going to be the better. Ultra. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. The, the From a horsepower performance, I feel like it's going to be matched. Your, the AI experience on the Ultra and the Plus are going to be similar. It's the it's the standard one. I, I think I think 
yeah. at launch, yeah. the AI experience is going to be more useful on the Galaxy mm-hmm. because Samsung is so cozy with Google. It Absolutely, yes. And it's going to be on Oppo to come up with AI services that they can sell on the device. Like they can just package with their products and they won't be able to sell the same kind of subscription that a Google One can bring. There is a really fun little AI thing on the OnePlus 12 I can't talk about, <laughs> I can't show you, but is already, I think, a, a an indication that we'll have to see if there's a long game for AI. Mm-hmm. But uh, Galaxy immediately, I feel, is going to be the language learning model, um, mm-hmm. translation, and yep. transcription, uh, at least for the first half of 2024, that's going to be the champ. Yeah. But everything else, like, I keep going, like, feature for feature for feature. I I just don't see where starting this phone off, the S24 Plus at $999, when it's so iterative and it's so a uh, 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 recycle of, yeah. what the, of, of what the Plus has been, mm-hmm. I'm glad it's got a higher resolution screen. That's cool. Oh, no, no, it, <laughs> but like it, the rest of it is kind of like same old, same old. It is still positioned as I feel like the one that most people, if they're going to go with the, I don't, I can't afford the most expensive model, but I want something that's pretty close to it. I think the plus is definitely going to take it. The standard yeah. model for me still feels like a stepping stone to the plus. I don't feel like like and, a pain again, point phone. Yeah, no, it's, because, it's like either you want the smallest possible phone you can get and, and or absolutely. If if it's yeah. not the size that's limiting you, we you do just you have to have the then you have to step up. Yeah, then you then you'd automatically the moment you see them, like you're like wait, forty three hundred to forty nine hundred. Like wait, that's a substantial amount of you know batteries capacity, <laughs> yeah, and it's a it bigger is. display, and it's the same resolution as the big guy. I think it's easier to. Like, I think it's an easier sell if they're trying to, obviously, if a, with any kind of salesperson sitting at a Best Buy or whatever carrier store. But I, I, I realize we're, we're, we've covered the, the series. We've yeah, we kind of keep, yeah, keep yeah, coming I think back to it. Yeah, we Look, the <laughs> S24 in series still has to prove itself. Right now, it's in the hands of the reviewers, such as myself and other people. Sure. But the, the reality, obviously, is when we start setting, seeing real people get their devices, start using it, what is the what is the public perception going to be? I think for me, I, out of the box, first things first, that circle to, 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 circle to the circle to search thing, eh, it's mm-hmm. hard to say, is going to be a big wow factor. And I think a lot of people are going to be selling it based on that. Because it is such a simple thing to, to, to do and it works yeah. and it never takes you out. I mean, the integration with Instagram, I think it's going to be great. I need to test that and out. Anytime we can turn a complicated search mechanic into a simpler gesture, especially image is, search, is a image win. search has yeah. been the worst things because you, you have to take the picture, you have to crop it, you have to take it and move all it. All right, here we go. End. Here we go. As we wrap all this up, Brian Glaze has the challenge for you say, circle to search 10 times fast. Oh, my God. Okay. You ready, TK? I'm going to count us off. Ready? Go. Circle to search. 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 He went for eleven. Oh, he nailed it! I only said it like five thousand times the last two days. Let's let's just say that the amount of times you did that so well. No, no, like, okay, so I, uh, oh, uh, so just a little bit of a quick tip in there. If once you get US24, if you do get an S24 series and you're using it and you're a part of the Google, 
the Google search beta program, unregister mm-hmm. yourself right away. <laughs> oh, that oh because yeah, this is a google service sense. it requires the google the google app yeah. the google search function and if you are part of beta beta is always on slightly ahead of curve and they're For working sure. on other things so i learned that very that would be in alone. conflict yeah yeah so i had to first i was like i turned it on and i tried it, i tried it, i tried it, and i thought it was nova prime because i was like i'm I, I ran i run nova on anything i i'm going to be very upfront sure. about that and it wasn't working. I could not circle to search anything. I went up to my wife and she's like, "Where? well, this is borked. And then I went back. I sat down. I'm like, what is it? What is it? What is it? I, I swipe it up and I'm like, oh, this is a Google app. That's right. I went into there you the go. Play Store and I'm like, oh, crap. I'm well, there's your data. problem. So uncheck the beta, <laughs> uninstall the latest update, re-updated it to the latest edition, and then bam, it works. Um, and yes, I hope people get to use it uh, and, and it comes to more devices. I think more people will feel... Like this is real. Like this is in, this is an enjoyable experience on Android. Yeah, that I don't think Apple will be bringing anywhere near in the near future. I, you know what? I, I like, and I, I'm going to kind of crouch this in some of the conversations we've had with Qualcomm and MediaTek execs, and I, yeah. and I know there's like a gamesmanship that that happens with some of this stuff. But like, I got a very frank response from MediaTek executives, like. Apple makes great chips. No one would deny that. You know, A series processors aren't champs, but they're not on this AI curve like we are. They haven't been investing in the neural cores and they don't put enough RAM in their devices to do much with they Siri don't, They anyway. don't even tell us how much RAM so, they're putting in. Let's just say that much. It's not even like there's like this another hot rumor like iPhone 16 might bump up RAM and you're like, to what? You don't, they won't even, From they're never going to tell five? you. <laughs> Like, what is that? Uh, What what, what is it from and to? That's what I'd like to know. I'd like like to transition because I feel like we've about eclipsed what we can say about the OnePlus 12. Yeah, I know. I would like to just transition from OnePlus 12 showing the back of the phone again because we are participating. OnePlus sent us some devices to review. Thank you. They are asking us to hold to an embargo. On what we can and can't say or can and can't show. Oops. Did I just break him? Nope. Um, I'm going to sneakily mm-hmm. circumvent part of this conversation to say, boy, I really like the OnePlus Open. I think it would be interesting if there was a OnePlus Open that didn't open and had brilliant cameras and a really nice screen and features like video output through the USB-C. I think that would be a compelling phone for a lot of consumers out there, roughly in the ballpark of an S24 Plus and an iPhone 15 Plus. I think a lot of people would enjoy having that as a competitive option in the marketplace, completely unrelated to the device that I'm holding in my hands right now. I I personally hope that your, your predictions come true. I'm just I saying pers- it would be fun if... If <laughs> if we were going to make a Disney Plus What If episode in that alternate universe where sure. Juan is the executive at me. Uh, no, I'm, I'm with you. I, look, the the reality of the matter is we are we're not that far from being able to have conversations and, and, and things to be able to hopefully come up. I'm, the, yeah. the biggest thing I'll probably say is this. Stay tuned. It's exciting. We have the mm-hmm. devices. 
And mm-hmm. I am very excited to start talking about the 12. I'm very excited. To, I'm, I'm also very excited, obviously, to get my hands on with the S24 Ultra. I want to be able to start digging into a little bit more. I, actually, running decks and so on. Like, I, I, I did not have enough time because, I, again, I came in last night late and it went to work today. And then I came back home. So it's like, uh, yeah, time, space, continue. Time I is messed a, up. I, I, I need another version of me, but at just a different time. <laughs> I do Don't we all? Bit. I, I do want to talk a little bit more about the Vivo because I took the Vivo with me and I, I've been using it ever since I, I received it. And I need to kind of close up the review for it. Oh, man. I realized I did not monster. do that. But there's a massive update that dropped today. Like, wow. They, I mean, yeah, Vivo's been pushing. This is my fourth update on this device since I've gotten it. It's been aggressive. Yeah. Yes. Very different than the uh, than the X ninety Pro from last. Uh, yeah, the X ninety Pro from last year. That one did X90 not get Pro went bump. on a long lull. Yeah, and then got 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 some other feature improvements, and now and I'm the running beta the beta. There. Yeah, the beta has gotten almost no attention from Vivo. It's, so it is Android fourteen. I think I just need to wipe it, scrub it, go back to the public 14. releases again. Yeah, yeah. Wait and till see if I can official. get updates that way. But the X one hundred Pro um, is battling my xiaomi 13 ultra as a b camera in my studio it's and for me till i the got the macro test, performance uh, on mm-hmm. this telephoto sensor is astonishingly good so i've shared a few photos up on Flickr and on mastodon yeah, yeah and this this is like taking that that you again we we want to see phones I just sort of year like, over I, year improve. Sorry, and, no, no, and where the Oppo, I, I forgot to tweet about the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we're doing fine. We got viewers and stuff. Hey, everybody, you're watching hey. a podcast. Um, the Find X6 Pro yeah. was a phenomenal step in the right direction for using your telesensor mm-hmm. for better close-up photography. You've got a better operational distance. You're not right on top of your subject that, blocking that light. The X is golden, man. Golden. Yeah, it's, it's, sure. it's great. What Vivo is doing here, the lens on this telesensor and its ability to resample at an equivalent 10 times zoom is shocking. I'm pulling like the tiny little, you know, baby ants on flower pistols in Mm -hmm. covered in pollen out with surprisingly good clarity at super macro style presentation. Where it's not just a close-up shot, it really is starting to look like a one-to-one or a two-to-one magnification from a proper macro lens on a mirrorless camera. I am gobsmacked at how they have incorporated a lens like that in in a phone body. I mean, it's a big camera bump, but that is a lot of optical magnification to be able to close focus on a lens at that focal length. It's 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 been crazy. No, no, I, I I agree with you. The my my admiration for the X100 Pro has gone. It just kept going up and up and up. I mean, I, I had a yeah. little bit of hiccups at the beginning, but that was a software thing. But after the yeah. update, it's been so such a it pleasant. It, to top it off, support for full support 5G in here in the US for me on T-Mobile. Like this is crazy that it actually, even with the radios that they have built into it, but camera performance, the camera setup at this point, it almost begs the question of what can they do to make it pro plus other than going to Qualcomm? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, So here, here's, here's my guess. 
This is, again, Vivo has sent us some devices to review. We don't have any in, insight into what's going on at Vivo. I believe we'll get the newer stacked one-inch type sensor. Oh, the new, yeah. So the, the Pro Plus will be better in super, super dark conditions, which is already, I, I, I mean, like, I don't share photos of Lex, mm-hmm. but we went to a science event tonight, and... Um, in the event, I'm just going to hold this up on my phone screen. I'm not going to do the, um, like share the photo in the stream, but uh, come on. So at the event, they had like this sensory universe room so that Mm -hmm. you you could like, it's cool. It's dark. There are like stars and this animation is playing out on this uh, projector screen that they had inflated. And this is in the auto mode. Mm -hmm. And this is at least a stop brighter because it's 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 almost pitch black except for the movie screen that they're mm-hmm. projecting this universe on. So then I do a three second night mode scan in almost total blackout conditions, and that's what the phone was able to put out. I'm blowing it out on camera here. Let me reduce yeah, the brightness because the screen is super is super bright. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but the Vivo X100 has like a 3000 nit display. So that's, it's pretty bright. I, I'm not good at math though. Is 3000 more or less than But 26? in almost, oh, whoops, I just dropped it. In almost total darkness, I'm counting the eyelashes <laughs> from holding still for three seconds in conditions that like, I would not have been able to achieve that on a Pixel 8 Pro. This thing is, it, it nothing crunches optical information like the coprocessors on Vivos. So if we can get that stacked sensor, if they decide to go Qualcomm, that means we'll get the massive ultrasonic fingerprint sensor back. I hope so. But it's not going to be an upgrade for the CPU. No. The CPU performance is going to be a win for the MediaTek. I feel like the, the configuration that we have right now, it... it I need a little bit more time, but I do feel I'm with you. I feel like the 9300 at this point is so for me, just to kind of circle the circle back with the way you have it. I for for the stuff for some weird reason, I've been covering CES for the last three plus years now on Vivos. I've been using yeah. Vivos. This is like it's yeah. it's weird to say this. Like oh, well, I'll just cover the event. No, 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 no. It's been really running. Oh no. X70 yeah. Pro Plus first. X80, I didn't get a hands-on on that one. I didn't get a chance to and steal then X90. it. X90. I went straight to the X90, but the X70 Pro Plus I covered two years with. Then went to X90 Pro. And then, of course, now we have the X100 Pro. Vivo has, has been consistently improving and consistently polishing the experience. And I think yeah. the 9300 just took it to the next level in the way that it's able to process. I shot... Every single video that you see from me on uh, on the show floor, other than the talking head, everything was done B-roll side. Uh, was done straight on the Vivo X100 Pro. I was going to show you all the B-roll I have, but it was basically in my videos. You, yeah, you, you would not know <laughs> that I did not take a single. D- I, I did not use a DSLR. All of that B-roll shot, like especially when I was getting, you know, those the, the hand movement, the tracking. That's the other thing. The tracking focus on Vivo and video has been crazy good. The moment it's I change subjects, good. it jumps straight to it. It changes focus yeah. for me exactly where I have it. Like it's a center focus, obviously. So the moment I center it, it automatically catches the color, brightness, everything, yeah, show floor, all of that good stuff. So, yeah, no, I – oh, man, seriously, it, it is one of my heavy – recommendations right now 
I'm still days in, very minor days and number of days with the Find X7 Ultra, and I want to be able to spend some more time with it as well. But I will say that while I was in San Jose, and I, I can't, just like it's not going to even show that well here. So I, I was staying down in San Jose by the by, I, the, by the, the phone blew out my camera. So <laughs> like, if you want, take a second and transfer it to a computer and screen share it. I just won't do that with a photo of Lex. Well, no, no, I, I, I can't tell you. Like I have a crystal clear. The dome of her eye is in perfect focus. Okay. And I'm counting those eyelashes on a photo taken in total darkness of an eight-year-old who's, like, fidgeting around while she's sitting. Oh, that's gorgeous. So I – It's like it's a light tunnel. It's a light tunnel that's – Yeah, and it's beating to music. So I can't play the audio here. I don't want to get us uh, any little bit of trouble. that's so cool. So my hotel was right behind the uh, uh, San Jose College um, campus. So we were downtown, and that's where where it was. And – it was raining. Mm-hmm. I was walking around because I had to go pick up some dinner and I saw the light tunnel. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the craziest thing ever. Can I catch it? Does it make sense? And I watched it. I'm like, oh, it was playing music. And the music was the, the, the light, the rings, that entire tunnel was beating to music. So like the pulsating, the vibrating, everything in there was yeah. just amazing. So um, I'll say that the the experience so far beginning 2024 Oppo and Vivo are not disappointing. I know OnePlus no. is not going to disappoint, but no. it is absolutely amazing. And and I will say as well, Samsung's improvement with the telephoto lens, I think it's definitely a move in the right direction. Yeah, they it's caught still up to... Solid, no, no, yeah. Samsung still pr- produces consistently... For me, with the S24 Ultra, I haven't tested as much, but the 23 okay. Ultra would perform very well. I got to ask, Ultra, does the go-to. medium telephoto still lie? It's a 10 megapixel sensor... It is when still you the push same the thing. button, does it put out a 12 megapixel shot? Does it make up 20% of the resolution or does it put out a 10 megapixel image well, like the sensor should have? We're, we're about to do it live. So let's do this. Okay, we're going to do one picture. But, but to, do... to, to kind of wrap up your point, though, if we you? do see the X100 Pro Plus, it'll get a boost in gaming performance because I mm-hmm. still feel Qualcomm is ahead for GPU and especially for support and drivers. So the X100 Pro Plus will probably be a better machine for gaming. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a wash for photography because they have a coprocessor that they can bolt on to Qualcomm or MediaTek. But then I think it'll be a downgrade. Yeah, it's still pushing out. It still lies. I hate that so much. It It bugged me on on the Pixel Fold. The Pixel Fold does that really bad. The Pixel Fold can sometimes make up um, as much as 50% of the resolution on the telephoto, depending on how you're cropping. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still bugs me that Samsung does this. Uh, it's a 10 megapixel camera, but it's got a 12 megapixel output. That means it's technically not able to shoot real 4K at the, uh, the aspect ratio, with the, uh, the full to- width resolution of the sensor. Yeah, it, I guess, yeah, no, it, it's weird. Again, I, I just I, don't I, I, understand I, I, why Samsung is going to cheap out on a smaller, lower-resolution, medium telephoto sensor and then just make up data. Just put out a 10-megapixel image. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing so wrong with that. Yeah, I don't know, exactly. So, um, yeah, no, on, on, the th- on the 3X... 
it's still using a 10 producing tw- a 12 but on the 5x doesn't make any it's the sense to been me. down to 12 no the, the the 5x is exactly what we wanted because we've mm-hmm. already had that on yep. pixels and xiaomi's and yeah that's no, I great know. i love it awesome i know i feel they could probably have gotten rid of Excuse me. They probably could have gotten rid of the three X entirely. I think yeah. the, the reality is, yeah, maybe do a one, a two, two X, and then jump to five. I think that would have made more sense yeah. than the three. Well, that's that. That's Pixel Eight Pro and Vivo X One Hundred. Is everybody's yeah. It it it's really good. I I like the fifty megapixel till till you I get mean, the. the you get to the granddaddy of telephotos where where yes. where Oppo says, "Hold my beer, my friend." Correct. That's how we do it. Yes, that's the big boy. It's got big boy. I had a cams. whole bunch of people hold the phone. They're like, "Oh my god, that thing!" I'm like, "Yes, but it's justified. Yeah. It's there for yeah. a purpose. It does exactly what it's intended. It's yeah. a camera first with a phone attached to it. Let's move on. Let's, let's not talk about how keep this making thing is. and and the sensors are so much bigger. But people keep making fun of my. Yeah, my uh, Xiaomi 13 Ultra, where I'm purposely putting on like a beefy lens cap <laughs> to protect the, no, no, the no, back. I, yes, look, it's we, correct. Photography, <laughs> mobile photography, has come so far. So it far, is enjoyable. It is fun. It's creative Man. and it's inspiring. That's this is the thing. When a device comes into your hands and you aspire to be able to create with it that's the right that's the right feel that's the right moment that you want to be able to you know it's like okay look this makes sense for me and i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. lie i have a table right now stacked with a lot of inspiration and i literally just need two or three of me to be able to get that inspiration on camera but otherwise it's a lot it's a lot there's a lot of work and like i said january january used to be this like eh Okay, we got CES. Well, we were all prepping for MWC, and now it's like MWC came in November. So, like, I'm wondering, <laughs> like, we got ahead of the curve. Are, so now I'm wondering, like, by by the time we get to MWC at the end of February, right? Because I don't think MWC is moving. Mm-mm. Who's? I mean, what are? What are we gonna get? Mm. Is it just all of the announcements that we just got showcased? I think it, it, Simon says Hypno is absolutely correct. If huh? you are inclined to mm-hmm. try new things on your phone. Simon says we live in a glorious age for phones. Yeah. Um, we, we've been having this conversation for a while. If you pick up a new phone and do the exact same things you did on your old phone, you're going to be in for a bad time. You'll have spent a lot of money. It'll be a lot of headaches. Transferring yeah. all your stuff is, is, a, is still not a seamless procedure. It's not fun. But if you pick up one of these new phones and you try taking a closer picture of a flower, you will immediately see how wonderful all of these improvements year over year, year over year from an X90 Pro to an X100 Pro, from a OnePlus uh, 11 to a OnePlus 12, from the mediocre telephoto on a Galaxy to the really big sensor telephoto on an S24 Ultra. One year differences, and I can yeah. already point to things that are tangible, humongous, and noticeable improvements in consumer photography. Now pushing our phones to like real professional grade results, not marketing professional grade results. That to me is is such a it's an exciting development to see. I just wish we were empowering people to experiment, to to really go out and try these things, and, and to to give this stuff a shot. Um, sorry, I, I, I interrupted what 
where you were going with that because of what Simon just said. But um, kind of kind of putting all of those pieces and all of those parts together. Right now, we're also kind of an interest in an interesting price race too, because yes, this we're... Vivo is also kind of circling the S twenty four plus price, and that is a much harder fight, in my opinion. If you tell me you care about a photography experience, I believe that there's going to be a good close battle between the S twenty four Ultra and the X one hundred Pro, but that has that means I'm giving Samsung a roughly $300 price curve in their favor mm-hmm. when really the MSRP fight is S24 Plus against X100 Pro. And I don't see any way an S24 Plus is going to beat out an X100 Pro right now. No, no, especially with the where we're okay. So where the, where the Plus did get a lot of updates in the sense of how it's being shaped, charging speed is up to 45, uh, you know, the, the larger <laughs> battery. No, no. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry. With you. The X100 Pro charges at 120 watts and charges wirelessly at 50. What? What? So. what I, <laughs> I, you're, I know. I know. I know. I know. You're I know. giving no, Samsung you. kudos because they have made the phone better. It made the phone the, better, and yeah. it's a third as good. It, it <laughs> for is for the same well, price. And when, they don't when, include when the charger it, in the box. No, no, there is no charger in the box. There is no case in the box, and. There is no, no. There is a lot to be said internationally, <laughs> where we do have a lot. It it is much more of a cutthroat experience internationally, where there is so yeah. much more competition. And I think where we are right now with the Vivo is it it is so good, mm-hmm. and it's and it's so easy to step into that it is it's hard not recommended. This is little. This is where it's yeah. hard for me to say like, well, no, no, there is no well. This is like it's a yes, it's a yes. If you yeah. should I get the X one hundred Pro? Yes, yes, yeah. and go because what we're if getting you tell there me is, you care about photography. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, no, no, but, yeah, but even even, com- even computing, even um, charging yeah. speed, oh, for sure. video output, display technology, all of the things that Vivo put in in the X100 Pro, even with the SOC that we have with the 9300, MediaTek is, again, knocking it out of the park, but even more so with the architecture that we have, where we have no you know low performance cores. I think the biggest thing <laughs> yeah. that I'll say is I did not... I, I was just super surprised because of what we saw at the event. It was so topical. Mm-hmm. It was just mostly designed on the back and we didn't get a chance to play with. I would have loved to be able to do some of these things there. But what I will say is Samsung is, is showing minor improvement. This is a year over year improvement as we've seen before. The S24 plus is definitely getting a little bit more love. Um, the S24 ultra is definitely getting a lot of the experience there, but yes, the price is reflecting a, a, a trend as you were kind of alluding to. We're starting to see things kind of creep up on the pricing again, where we, yeah. for some reason, some a few years in the past we had where we were able to say, oh, well, you know, like 650 700 Oh, it's a like compromise, that. but they shaved $200 off the price. So I guess that's okay if we're looking for balance. And we did that last year with OnePlus. No, exactly. I was personally a little disappointed we didn't get a OnePlus Pro um, last year. We only got the OnePlus 11. And so, the OnePlus 11 was nice, but yeah. it was not a pro tier phone and it wasn't priced like a pro tier phone an S24 plus at 999 is a very bold statement to put out there as to where and, they and, feel and, this phone fits and we're going to have to see yeah we're going to have to see how the market uh, reacts to it and hopefully within the next few months or so we'll be able to see sales and uh, well the sale numbers not sales um but yeah no it's Vivo's knocking it out of the park Oppo's knocking it out of the park 
I am I'm very confident that I say I'll say that OnePlus is has been doing and it will continue to do the year over year improvements in their technologies and their camera stack mm-hmm. and as well as the camera science. I mean, they're still working with Hasselblad. I mean, obviously we have them. There's the big I feel like this is back there. A lot of a lot of our our brethren have made these sort of flippant remarks about camera collaborations. Mm-hmm. And I can't point to a single one that has not improved the smartphone manufacturer yeah. with Huawei to, and um, like then that? to, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I was sitting here and picking up, uh, you know, Windows phones back in the day. And who is this? Oh, Carl Zeiss. Carl Zeiss on the Lumia 920. There's this whole like little badge. That's, that's interesting. Zeiss. Anytime. Is it, you spell that Z-E-I-S-S? That's correct. That, that Zeiss. That yeah. Zeiss. And if you, like this if you have that, that like this Zeiss. Oh, like that's interesting. Zeiss. Huh, hey. that's funny. That's but how we do it. We saw a lot of shrugging. And of course, mm-hmm. in the first year of the collaboration with OnePlus and Hasselblad, I don't think it was revolutionary. But oh, was... what OnePlus has done is matured as a camera uh, or a photography solution. And now they have their own unique look. A OnePlus photo, or I should say an Oppo photo, <clears throat> has, has its own kind of unique feel to it. Samsung used to have a camera division, and I really wish that they had kept the NX line. I know you were um, you were actually one of the few that I knew that had an NX. Camera. I loved those NX cameras. It broke my heart. I was actually just talking to someone on Threads about it, like, "Oh, what projects has Samsung ever killed?" And we we're like, "Well," and then he immediately flipped the script. It was like, "Oh, oh, you're right." Oh, that broke my heart. I used to have an NX camera, and I had a holster for it, and all these lenses. And you're like, "Yeah." This sucked. Now, granted, Google kills way more projects, but let's not uh, pretend yes. that like no, Samsung I... hasn't doesn't have their own little graveyard going too. Yeah, um, yeah. But but you know, again, sidetracked there. What OnePlus has done with Hasselblad has, mm-hmm. I think, consistently improved year over year over year. Yeah. And now we've got a competitive offering. Sony, they they are a camera company that makes a phone. Oh. They have a unique color science and look to their post processing. Oh yeah. Leica has helped so much in in kind of refining Xiaomi's look after they stopped partnering I, with I Huawei. I feel like yeah, Leica's been like like of all the collaboration, I feel like that one's been doing the most because yeah. Xiaomi Big Xiaomi time. and Leica are like in bed at this point. Huge. Right? Like this is literally like they are symbiotic at some point there because they're bringing in the engineers to to shape the experience oh yeah no no absolutely absolutely not one collab has gone with the well this was just the if you if you yeah, remember it, blackberry priv schneider lenses that, that priv just, oh the camera God. i remember the was priv. that was one of my phenomenal well. yeah yeah it's just a shame that the snapdragon 810 <laughs> cooks that phone so bad Oh my god. Uh, Ghost Starscream is saying Galaxy K Zoom. Unfortunately, it's technically not a K Zoom, but I do have um what what did we call it here in the states? I forget. It's the, it's the uh the S5 uh it was the S5 series, right? Wasn't it? Was it the... was it called the S5 Zoom? Was I that think what so. we called it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I I still have mine. This this actually still boots. The the ca- I can't get the battery out of the case because the battery has puffed. I was about it's to ask. Stuck in here. So when you were talking about going through and looking at all these devices, how many puffy marshmallows did you find? That's um, I found it. so hilariously. I found three more Samsungs that are now all just e waste. I, I I can't. I I had to get rid of my S six. 
All yeah. of my actives are dead. Um, and it's older, yeah. like S3 and S4 era Samsungs are basically ticking time bombs. So, um, S4 Zoom, it wasn't the S5, it was the S4 Zoom. You guys okay, are right. Thank you. Yeah. Farhan and uh, Gerardino. I, I knew um, it was the S3, like, I knew it was around the 5 because the 5 active and all the different variations. Yeah. I think the 5 was the last series that they had the active. So they did, they did a lot of those S3 lights and S4 lights, mm-hmm. but the S4 Zoom is, I believe, an S4 light with a big old camera uh, stuck on the back. So I have not gone through my HTC box yet, and I'm worried that we're probably going to have some dead phones there. But surprisingly, of all the companies that were the worst that that were the worst about like the Fruity Boot Loops, Mm -hmm. all of my LGs are bangers. The LG G5, dead as a doornail. That's the one that failed on me. But I've got two G4s and a V10 and a Flex, and they're all great. But the so, G5 had a removable I, battery, dude. That was the whole bar, part of LG with friends. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I, 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 I was not a really well built phone for the G5 launch. <laughs> that phone was <laughs> was pretty gross. I, I, out of all of them, that's the one that I feel like, oh, this this was not a very well put together concept on LG's part. That G5 was, is. The camera mm. grip was, yeah, no, it, it felt like you had to kind of like pop in hold. The whole bottom comes off to have to put on. Either way, yes, um, I will say, dude, hey man, look at look at it this way. My my first Nexus still has a non puffed battery. Um, the battery itself is removable, and it's sitting there. And I was like, like I can charge it up, and I can I think I can put a SIM card in there and make it work. It even had an SD card slot. Look, who, you know, Google used to do that back in the day. A headphone jack for all 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 purposes and and of course like a 480p maybe i don't know like something even lower resolution it's so and a trackpad it had a trackpad uh, it's just bring so the trackpad you, back. back in the day when i think google really thought their chief competition was going to be blackberry yeah i know they were competing <sighs> absolutely so nice. you, could, you could see the the i mean i'll take that i went from a priv <clears throat> to the first nexus that that was my first tran- official transition over nice. to that because prior to that, what I was doing is to play with Android, I would do a dual boot on Windows Mobile and boot Android off the SD card. So you basically boot into yeah. Android out of Windows, fair, fair. and that was the only way to do it. And then after that, I, I, that convinced me to buy it. Actually, back then Google mm-hmm. was putting out commercials. There were actually commercials for the original Nexus. But yeah, no, I, I digress. So it's good. it's been. It's been a crazy week, and and oh, uh, of course, the most amazing uh, news, obviously, that come out the entire week that overshadowed the entire event was the fact. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to mention. Uh, <laughs> <Apple>. <laughs> I was like, uh, it was just such like. I, yeah. I I I I don't like feeling. I don't like being the guy who's wishing for a company to fail. No, and no, I no. need to preface that because. Yeah. I don't believe this is unique to Apple, mm-hmm. but when we're talking about Vision Pro and Vision Pro, like the messaging around it is already pivoting hard. There was another article that just went out today like, oh, no, Apple is really talking about other business in- initiatives and medical research. And that's where Vision Pro is really going to like they're already trying to walk away from the claims and the promise of consumer facing mm-hmm. AR. They're already trying to do the HoloLens play, where HoloLens 1, eventually this is going to be something everyone will wear on their face. And then HoloLens 2, 
Oh, no, we meant military and industrial applications, not consumers. Oh, no, perish the thought. And the device isn't even out yet, and they're already changing up some of their marketing and messaging on what this thing is really going to be. So I kind of feel VR in general, I feel it needs to fail in the market in a Mm -hmm. big way and kind of do the same thing that 3D printers have done. Go back to the enthusiast space. Go back to the hardcore nerds that love to tinker with this stuff and just let it ride there for another generation or two, another iteration, until we can get some better platforms rebuilt around Mm -hmm. this idea. Because I think we're pushing it too hard to consumers. And you pick it up, you put it on, you have a novel experience, and then you're like, but what else do I do with it? You don't live in this stuff. So is this like an Xbox that I wear on my face? What is it? And I don't think we've cracked that nut. I don't think we figured out how to bring consumers into that fold. It, it's still, yeah, it, it's somewhat still the, the, the wild west of, of conversations going around that. I mean, I got a chance to play with the X2 from TCL. And, and yes, light years ahead of what we had before. Yeah. Um, but I didn't spend enough time with it to be able to get a true understanding of, you know, usability. I mean, for sure. obviously when we were joking last week and we're talking with Trish and she's like, you know, I was wearing my dad's glasses and stuff. <laughs> no. I'm like, yeah, I st- it yeah. still looked the same on me. I, it looked like I was wearing my dad's glasses too. And I'm a lot taller. I mean, not saying like massive, but who, like just, you who know, was it that brought up that Bart Simpson, there's that one episode where Bart Simpson has to like hang out with all the nerds. Yeah, I know. And I he's, the you know, he needed like help with his vision. So they gave him these like clunky old glasses and, the arms of the glasses stick out past the back of his head just, just exactly like they like the looked episode. like on your face. What I, what I will say, though, is I, <laughs> I, I, I think the design needs to still this – is, this is where the biggest challenge. I think most companies right now are still fo- mostly fo- focusing on how do, we get the, how do we get the tech to work? And Mm -hmm. once we get that function done and the software matching it, we'll start working on the form factor because when we start seeing what Ray, you know, what Meta was doing with their glasses, I got a chance to stop, finally stop by a Meta store uh, in San Jose and I I put the glasses on. They're still a little bit, you know, they're still chunkier than your normal glasses, but they're slimmer than what we've seen in the past. Big time. Having played with the X2 the week before, I'm like, this is much smaller and it's able to record that good of a video. But I wish I had the AR, the ability of having kind of augmented experience, AR, XR experience. X2 is doing it really well. I love their implementation with the software, with the navigation function, the translation, all of that. The software needs to get polished. I think the hardware is capable of doing it. Um, but till they fix that part, they get, till they get it to the production well, level where it's really available, we'll have to see. This is why I kind of feel... This is why I say things, and, and it's, again, I'm not wishing ill on these companies. I, no, I no, 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 no. We, we want. I, I am genuinely antagonistic of Apple's executive leadership and their marketing division and how divisive they are mm-hmm. in the tech conversation. I believe Apple engineers are some of the most incredibly passionate and forward-thinking individuals on the planet, and I mm-hmm. feel that that there's a conflict in their products between the people on the ground who are really working at making this tech cool and the executives who are trying to position it and sell it and make money off of it. But I genuinely do feel those issues that you're describing, the polish, the presentation, how do you get people interacting with these uh, new methods of user interaction and, and uh, organization and conveyance. I don't feel we can answer those questions at any kind of scale 
And so we've spent a little bit more time kind of stumbling and failing our way through metaphors that don't work. Mm -hmm. I don't believe the metaphor of bringing up an iPad and typing on a floating software keyboard is where we should be going with the future of VR. So I feel like Vision Pro is already failing at moving us forward in mixed reality. That's a, mm-hmm. an old metaphor. The desktop environment is an old metaphor for interacting with data and services that doesn't work in a pinnable three-dimensional space. We need to literally think different, and that's mm-hmm. not the Apple we have today. The Apple we have today is giving us a way to float an iPad in space in front of us. That's $3,500. I can hold up an iPad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to float it. I can, I can set up a, a tablet stand, and it's the same. I'm with you. I'm grossly oversimplifying what a Vision Pro is. But that metaphor needs to be addressed before we can move on and really share this stuff with consumers. And we can't do that until we get a bunch of nerds who are willing to do the geeky, nerdy things to live in this stuff and move it forward. Especially when you have, like, the Quest 3. When you have... Yeah. Other solutions that have like okay, the, the reason why I mentioned the HTC, yeah, even yeah. HTC, but like more specifically the Quest Three, the pass-through mode on the Quest Three is a is like night and day from what we had in the first two generations of the Quest. For it sure. is lifelike; you can walk. There is no latency. The refresh rate is so high. It is something mm-hmm. that we have at around five hundred bucks. And, yeah, Where's, and it's just going to lose out in a resolution fight. And, sure, no, absolutely. But but, what but in a functionality is, fight, it is it is a well, remarkably no, no. good representation even, of what it's accomplished. My, my thought behind it, having a Quest Three and using a Quest Three is that I am never going to put those goggles on, walk around the house, and do things around the house with the goggles. It just doesn't <laughs> work that way. Right. Okay, let's be realistic sure. with the fact it is not a form factor that sits on your face forever. <laughs> I understand that there's a lot of things being done on Apple's side to make it more comfortable, uh, ventilations, all of that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Are you still going to have a helmet head? Yes. Are you still going to have rings nope. around your face? Yes. Yeah. Those are the things that you you just so we'll have to basically see. Obviously, I, I was I was justly kind of mentioning them because as with every event that was going on in the last couple of weeks, Apple just coincidentally releases a little bit more information about their product. It just it's t- to me, and, and then of course everybody basically makes it sound like they just broke the internet. I'm like, come on. <laughs> either way, well, either, and, either and way. I think I think now Apple is getting anxious because for 12 years. We've been hearing about how the future of AR and the future of VR can only be saved by Apple. And that has never been true. Apple has never delivered on any promise of VR or AR. And to Apple's credit, Apple isn't the one making these claims. Mm -hmm. This is a tech industry that has turned Apple AR into the low-hanging fruit of rumors and leaks and is constantly promising a sci-fi future that Apple cannot deliver. No one can. This is no fault of Apple engineers, but we needed Apple executives to get ahead of this conversation and really say, like, this is a strategy. This is what we're working towards. This is what we hope people will do. You can't do that with any confidence or with any credibility if you're carefully manicuring user interactions with a nine influencers that you've hand-selected to tell a very specific story as you're going after media to say, you can't call it a mixed reality headset. It's 
Vision Pro. You can't call it the Vision Pro. It's Vision Pro. And also doing the same thing to their developers. I love, so I when love Netflix... Vision Pro. Yeah, Vision Pro. Like, like, so it's the opposite of Apple Silicon. It's Vision Pro. If you were watching the video of this, that, that was a really funny joke that I just did. Um, but, but at the same time, are we shocked that Netflix and YouTube and Spotify are saying, nah, we're good. We're not going to make unique experiences for Vision Pro. You can watch Netflix in a browser and you can pin I, I, a browser I was where about you to want. Say, yeah, exactly. And, and that's fine. Well, because they don't, they don't, they don't really need. There's to no trust. Make their product better by giving them access. I, no, I, I get it. Yeah, and and, and, and the reality is, I, yeah. I mean, again, uh, <laughs> Simon says, "If no, twelve years of hype. What could possibly go wrong?" <laughs> Absolutely nothing, and, and, Simon. And 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 Simon, to that point, I actually do really sympathize. I feel really bad for Apple engineers because I think what they've made is a very interesting mixed reality headset dev kit. It's a developer it kit. It is. I, 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 I am upset on their behalf because we have a media industry that hypes and overpromotes Apple in a completely unfair and unbalanced way, uh, highlighting them above every other competitor, and they depend on that for their clicks and their views to monetize their traffic, and they've actually put those Apple engineers into a completely unwinnable scenario. It's a th- no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. It we've built the anticipation and the hype so high on on what that is that is nothing. Done. It's Duke Nukem forever. <laughs> but there's no way that we 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 would satisfy that. <laughs> right now, everything that you can see on their website, and, and I don't want to, you know, actually, let's just we'll take a step back. Look, Vision Pro, where wherever it lands, is in in for a race it, it's in for a race to to meet its own expectations that people are, are are setting for it but the reality you said the gem there it is a dev kit it was never intended to be yeah. public release for everybody to go use and this is the yeah. weirdest part of the conversation the conversation around it is going to be treating it as if this is a public release of a device dev kits are typically expensive because they are not intended for the to be consumed by everybody it's intended yeah. to be, you know for developers to purchase and test out and build their 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 apps and their experiences around the hardware hopefully for a smaller maybe second generation of the vision pro or whatever ends up being the the one that does go public something more accessible to the public $3500 yeah. for for what we're getting right now at least for what we've been see, what we what we've seen is a very high price. And I think this yeah. is where we need that we need more time with it. Not we, but like I meant the actual product needs to come sure. out and 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 Apple needs to figure out how to and, how to make it happen. And also I do want to credit it is Apple engineering that can help kickstart mm-hmm. other All companies' right. interest. I don't feel that there's going to be any significant traction on Google and Samsung strategy because both of those companies have dabbled with VR and then walked out. So there is no developer confidence there. Yeah. I would not invest a lot of time in a Samsung or Google VR strategy until I saw three years of consistent iteration and promises to support for at least five years beyond that. Yeah. There's no way. We, we, we had Daydream and Odyssey and Gear VR and all these companies have played and promised us that VR could be something cool and then they've all walked out of the space. Yeah. But if Apple can cycle 100,000 Vision Pros 
and Sony can get their yield up on those 4K micro OLEDs, I have a lot of confidence in Valve coming back and doing an Index 2 mm-hmm. at higher fidelity and higher visual quality. And you probably would need to plug it into a, a, a an RTX 4090 to really get the best out of this headset. But at the premium tier, Valve I would trust. Mm-hmm. HTC I would also trust. And I don't trust Facebook, but the Quest team has been putting out some banger hardware. So by this time next year, if we're seeing those 4K micro OLEDs start to improve yield, then we could see all of this resolution advantage in all these other products. Vision Pro would have helped us kick that off. Vision Pro would at least be credited with saying they got there first, they got the deal with Sony, they got Sony to make this part. And now we all get to benefit from that. That would be a net positive from Apple's influence. I hope so. And I hope that 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 is the conversation that we see in the future. But with that being said, I'm realizing we're getting close to our beautiful time of the day. (laughs) I know, Um, for our 90-minute podcast. (laughs) Absolutely. Hey, man, it's 90 minutes. It's it's like like a TKN one 90-minute-ish. What do you you got coming up? I know we've got shorts, right? You've got a lot of S24 Ultra to talk about. So, yeah, pretty much what's going to happen for me for the next couple of days, I'm I'm starting to shape. I'm going to start recording content uh, and publishing. But I I think within today and tomorrow, I'm going to finish up about – I have at least – three maybe four more shorts that are going to be po- going to be posting them and I, I i did this on purpose as i was shooting my hands on i shot my hands on specifically in a manner where i'm able to double purpose it and i will yeah. i will say this I'll, i i i credit trish for the recommendation yes it was such a great the, tip it was the second a, she like, said it i was like of course of, of course, course that but, makes but, so but much but sense it makes sense you know like 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 <laughs> duh like how did i duh, like how did this not make sense right so yeah no no all my content was shot in 60 by 9 but it was slightly pulled out and then of course the moment i that i can just punch into it i can make two different versions from the same video and again in 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 due fashion i think the response has been uh, better obviously there people are excited they want to see some of those features so that's pretty much going to be for the next couple of days i want to finish up my vivo x100 pro i'm hoping to push that out by the end of the weekend if not maybe early next week um just to kind of get that out because i I really feel like i need to share my experience and what really why i love this device like why 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 do i make why do i spend time with it the x90 pro had the exact same amount of love but it ended up being me using it so much that i didn't get a chance to review it yeah, and I, that's how I. That's that's the biggest Same. regret that I had with it, and I don't want to mm-hmm. do that again this year with the one hundred. I did put out a video on day one, but that was again plagued with certain things. It, it is a, mm-hmm. it is a beast of a device. It is a beast of a collaboration, and that that's primarily what I'm shooting for for the next couple of days. And of course, more Samsung stuff leading up to, uh, you know, p- you know people getting their hands on with their devices and so for on. Sure. Just kind of sharing the experience there. What how how are things going yeah. with you? I think you um, I'm I, I'm all over the place. So <laughs> I finally got to uh, I, this is a little DAC, um, the Shanling UA4. That video just went live public mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. It was it was early access on the Patreon. Tomorrow, I, I don't think it's even going to be early access. I'm finally getting that all powers battery um, video. review out. So that I think is just going to I'm just going to put it out both um, mm-hmm. Patreon and on uh, public YouTube at the same time. And I shot like five videos today just trying to find a format for a shorter editorial style, mm-hmm. talking about foldables, talking about the Pixel 8, some of the performance issues we've been talking about with the Pixel 8 and some of the concerns that we see moving forward, the the Vivo X100 Pro. Like I have spent so much time using the X100 Pro 
to shoot other content, I have not finished reviewing it. Yeah, I'm falling into the same trap. So I'm trying to shake up because like I spend so much time. Uh, One more small quick tangent. Our buddy Scott Peachy has been uh, on again and off again on his own channel. Technically speaking, they're taking another little break from their own live streams because the burnout is real. And we're finding a lot of these content creators, especially in more creative endeavor, who are scaling back and saying like, hey, this YouTube thing isn't what we thought it would be and it's not sustainable anymore. And so we've been having some of these conversations just talking about like, how do you, how do you adapt to a change when it's not really your audience saying you need to change? It's the platform prioritizing your content or ignoring it. Mm -hmm. So when we have these conversations with our audience, we seem to have a great time with our audience, but then Google says, Oh no, we're going to prioritize this instead. So we're going to separate you from your audience. And that has such a huge psychological toll on like the performance anxiety. If you put me out on a stage in front of thousands of people, I can get out there. I can riff. I can host. I've hosted award shows. I've hosted live TV. I'm game. Let's do it. And yet now I'm in my safe little office and I'm setting up a camera and I've got like the worst stage fright is this video going to hit? Am I going to get my metrics? What are my analytics going to be? Is this too late to talk about a Vivo X100 Pro, which has only just been <laughs> released like weeks ago. No, and I'm, I'm yeah. like actually feeling the pressure where I've never been a stage fright kind of guy. I've been a go balls to the wall. Let me get out on stage kind of guy. So I am actively looking at how do I make this conversation more about the things I I'm passionate about the things mm-hmm. I love, the things that I, I feel people would want to see and share and ignoring all of the YouTube BS and baggage that goes with it, knowing my views are probably going to drop and I'm not going to give it a, a, a poop about my thumbnails and doing all of my proper SEO stuff. But I got to get back to the techie who just loved talking about what the just tech do, did. Do, yeah, exactly. You do. know? Do, do it for the fun of it. Don't so, do it for the for the numbers. Yeah, absolutely. So that was, but again, also with the financial pressure of like, this is a component of how I pay my mortgage. So I do kind of need to care, but I can't, like, I'm killing myself if I'm just trying to work for Google's algorithm. So short story, incredibly long, and we're already running really, really, really late on this. That is going to be part of the change moving forward is punchier, shorter, Um, I'm looking at quicker comparisons and feature highlights and things like that. And especially when we get into next week and maybe there's some news from one of these companies that we've been talking about a lot tonight, um, which I'm sure everyone in our chat and anyone who's catching the replay already knows what we're talking about. um, Those kinds of videos are going to be on the horizon. That's where I feel I'm going to be. I'm going to be more effective this year. Exactly. No, no, and I'm with you. And I think those are going to be good conversations for sure. Um, and with that being said, please, for everybody watching us, thank you very much for hanging out with us today. We had a really good response. I appreciate your help and support. Um, make sure to hit that like and subscribe if you can. Of course, there's going to be an audio version of the podcast. Should be hopefully up within the next 24 hours available on your favorite yeah. podcasting application or even a link in the description will help you guys get there. Um, a lot of stuff happened this week and there's going to be way more stuff coming up next week. So please sit tight, enjoy. And of course, make sure to catch Juan on Monday on the SGGQA show podcast that goes at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And of course, we'll be back. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of the best of our week. Bye bye for now. Bam.